I want to dive immediately into this one thing that we're going to be talking about this whole episode because I really, really want you to wrap your head around this thing. I want you to really get this thing and I want you to get this thing every single way that you can. I want you to listen to it today. I want you to write it out. I want you to study it. I want you to just consume, consume, consume about this one thing only. Whatever you need to do, to make it true to you, whatever you need to do to prove this to yourself. And here is what it is, because truthfully, all people, I know that's a bold statement, right? All people who succeed and succeed continuously, you know, that sustainable success, that's a terrible phrase for someone who has a lisp, by the way, (laughs) sustainable success, right? But all people who succeed and do really well in their business or even in their life, you know, who do well with anything that they're really passionate about, here is what's true about all of them. At some point, they learn to take decisive action. Decisive action. Not just action. They're not just action takers. And they're not just decisive. They're not just making decisions. It's the combination of those together. They are taking decisive action. Fast, F-A-S-T, right? Fast, 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 decisive action. Because that's the decisive part. (laughs) The decisive part is about moving fast. You make a decision and you act on it. You make a decision, you act on it. Fast, fast, fast. You're not belaboring it. You're not thinking about it. You're not overanalyzing it. You're not getting ready to do it. You're not thinking, oh, before I can, I just need to get these things in a row. I need to get these ducks in a row, or I have to do this one thing first. You're not worrying about knowing all of the steps before you take the action. You're not trying to make it perfect before you decide to do anything. You're not trying to get the guarantee before you make a decision to move forward. You're not mapping out the whole entire thing right before you ever take that first step it is there's just no way around this guys and i want to stress this there is no way around this and we were talking about this in last week's episode in last week's episode i interviewed molly dare who is the ceo of hill and brand media and one thing that molly talked about there was a lot to unpack in her interview and i hope you've listened to it because she's incredible and if you haven't you should go back but after this go back after this and listen but One thing that she said was, you know, the key to her success is being able to be decisive, to really know what to say yes to and know what to say no to. And that got us talking about this concept of decisive action. It's about more than just saying yes or no. This is bigger. This is me taking that concept of being decisive, knowing when to say yes, knowing when to say no, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but this is bigger. I'm blowing it up a little bit, right? I'm talking about the overall how to become a decisive person, how to show up as a person who makes quick and fast decisions that turn into action immediately, because that, my friends, (laughs) that is the real key to success. It is a characteristic that all happy, high achievers have. If you can find, think of all the people you know, who are happy, high achievers. Just take a minute, think about them. If one of those people doesn't in some form have this trait, have this characteristic, 
I would be floored and I want to meet them because I bet you they do and you just don't know it. (laughs) Because seriously, when you think about think about all of the people you admire, that you look up to, all of these people who are doing things where you're like, I want to do that, or I am so excited for them, or that is an incredible feat, or I can't believe they've reached a goal, whatever. All of the people that you categorize under high achieving, high achievers, I promise you, they all have this characteristic. They make decisions fast and they take action on those decisions immediately in some kind of way. It's so rare to find someone who is successful who's not doing that, right? You're never going to hear that, oh, wow, you know how she really climbed to success? She overanalyzed everything. She sat there. She just thought about it. She wondered. She doubted. Should she do it? Maybe. I don't know. And then she decided, well, okay. And then she's like, "Eh, I don't know. Maybe not. This isn't great. Like that person isn't who you're going to hear had achieved all of these incredible things, right? Or you're not going to hear about the people who make decisions and never take action. And you're never going to hear about the people that are just taking action without making some solid decisions, right? Because what they're doing is just putting themselves in like a loop or a circle where they're just taking all of these scattered actions, but they kind of end up in the same place over and over and over again because there's nothing intentional about it. It is the combination of these concepts. You have to be decisive and you have to then take action. So you've got to be a decisive action taker. I started noticing this years ago when I was going to conferences and I was going to events. I I saw it as an attorney. I didn't recognize it when I was an attorney. But when I was going to my first conferences, my first workshops, my first, you know, things as a, a brand new entrepreneur, I noticed a couple of things. One were all of the people who were teaching, who were educating, who were speaking, and and let's be honest, like you don't have to have a disastrous story. You don't have to have humble beginnings to be a speaker or to be an educator or a coach. But at many of these bigger conferences, which is where I was going when I started, I wasn't going to the smaller ones. I was going to the bigger entrepreneurial conferences. The speakers were all sharing their stories. And often they did have a very humble start or they had a disastrous moment in their life. And they were talking about the businesses that they created and the lifestyle, right, that they now had. And the, there, there was a theme. It was like I kept writing notes down saying, because I, I was analyzing everything at that point, because I really believe that you take on the habits of other people. And you can surround yourself by many people and take on their habits, but you also don't have to know the people personally. If you study them, if you learn about them, you can take on their habits. So I was studying all of these people that I really admired, and I got really curious, and I asked myself a lot of questions, and I was taking notes, and I was like, okay, so they all have the same trajectory for the most part in different ways, how it showed up and and happened in their life, but they had the same trajectory. But what else was similar? What else were they sharing that they did that was similar. And not everything was. But then I also started meeting people in the audience. Okay. So I started meeting people who were also in these conferences. And we would come back to some of the same conferences over and over again. And as I talked to these people post-conference, as I saw them at the next event, I noticed the same trait in the ones who were really taking off and really succeeding quickly. 
And it was a straight. They were decisive action takers. The speakers, the people in the audience, they were learning and implementing right away. Some people in the conferences where I was sitting alongside of them, they would hear a concept by the speaker and they would go implement it. They would leave the room. They would step outside. They would do the thing right then. They would do it from their phone right in that moment. But Over and over again, I saw that at some point these speakers, the people who were educating, speaking, teaching, they really just got over trying to be perfect. I think that was the common theme in almost every story. And I decided, you know what? I just need to do this. It could be because their back was against a wall and they didn't have another option. And they're like, I had to do it. It couldn't be perfect. I I couldn't wait. I had to take action right then. And it might be that their back wasn't against the wall. But the common thing, the commonality, was they got over worrying about what other people thought. They got over trying to be perfect. They got over thinking everything had to be mapped out and laid out neatly and nicely before they could start doing anything, before they could start getting a client, before they could start promoting something, before they could do anything. And they literally just started letting that idea go, letting that feeling go, letting the need of everything to be perfect and guaranteed and known and mapped out go. They just let it go. And they started acting, you know, almost like impulsively, like immediately, like, and I just felt this overwhelming, you know, urge to blank and I did it. Or I just had this idea pop up and I couldn't wait anymore. Or I knew if I didn't just move forward on that, that things were going to get worse. Whatever their story was, they had inspiration They had an idea, they had all of this stuff that was happening, and they knew this is going to be a game changer. This is going to be what helps. This has the potential to impact lives, including my own. And they moved forward on it, and they said, I can't wait for it to be packaged. I can't wait for it to be polished. I have to move forward on it now. And they did. They made a decision, and they took action immediately. Just like those people who were in the conference alongside listening to this, who were getting inspired enough to actually implement. They weren't taking notes and then going home and reading the notes and then putting the notes in a drawer and never coming back to the notes again. These people weren't taking notes. They were doing the thing that they were hearing being talked about. If somebody was like, you know what I did? I immediately went down to that contact on my phone and I sent a message that said X. I saw somebody next to me going to a specific contact on their phone, sending that specific message, right? They made a decision in that moment that it was their time to take that action and they took that action. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Letting that worry of other people's opinions go. Letting the worry of everything needing to be perfect and figured out and all laid out and all planned before you can start it. Letting that go and acting from a place of ideas, inspired ideas, inspiration, making decisions, making decisions fast, and then backing those decisions with quick action, being a decisive action taker. So doing the thing putting it out there, even if it's not packaged, even if it's not polished. And so that is what we're talking about today, because how, right? It sounds great, right? Everybody's agreed to that sounds great. That sounds wonderful. How? I am very much the kind that wants things to be perfect. I want to know it's going to work. I don't want to spend a lot of time doing something that isn't going to work. I don't want to create this course if nobody's going to buy it. I don't want to spend all of my time forming a business if no one's going to hire me. I don't want to put a logo out there that no one's going to resonate with, whatever it is. 
people just put the brakes on when I start talking about this. And they're like, this sounds great, Rita, to just keep taking action and making decisions and taking action, but hold up, right? Hold up, because what if it's not the right action? What if it doesn't work? What if I've just wasted all of my time? Rita, I get it. Maybe this is something I should do, but how? What do you mean? How do I make this tangible and practical in a way that's moving me forward, not in a way that's holding me up, not in a way that's moving me further from what I want, but something that's moving me closer to it? Well, guys, that is what we're going to talk about today on this episode of the Rita Made Me Do It show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. So maybe you've heard this phrase before, right? Which is like, just get the draft done. Just get the get the dirty draft done. You can go back and you can edit it later. And this really, this phrase came about mainly because of writers. And I know so many writers or people who are writing books and here's what's holding them up with doing it. They edit as they go. So they'll type a couple of sentences, but then they go back and they edit or they'll type a couple of paragraphs and then they decide to delete some paragraphs and move some stuff around. And, you know, they're editing as they do the work as opposed to just letting all the thoughts, getting that dirty draft out, getting it all done, messy, everything, and then going back and making it better, right? Improving it and making it more excellent. It's the idea, and it's not my idea. I forget who came up with this concept, but it's take action now and revise it later. Just get it done. You can go back. You can fix it. Like, write the content now. Go back and edit it later. Create the graphic. Just get a dirty, like, draft of the graphic up. You can go back and move things around and change colors and all later, but get the whole thing done first, then go back and, like, improve components of it. The idea being you just jump in, you jump in, you take some kind of action, you get something down, you get something done, and then whatever pieces aren't working or if it doesn't work, if it stinks, right, you can always go back, you can tweak it and you can tweak it again and you can tweak it again. Yet a lot of times because we're editing as we go, we don't ever get to the finished product. We don't ever get to the end result. You're more likely to get to the end result if you just let it all out first, right? If you just jump in, you take some kind of action. I just want to tell you that this concept, and I'm going to tell you how it literally set the tone for my business. When people go, Rita, how are you able to, you know, surpass your attorney salary in just three months? And again, I will always stress that that sounds way fancier than it was because how do you know what my attorney salary was, right? But it, it, it wasn't a lot, but it was significant. And, and it was meaningful that in the first three months of my business, remember, I started as a date coach, a dating coach. Um, in the first three months, I surpassed my attorney salary. And people asked me how, and it was embracing this idea of just jumping in, getting it done, revising it later, and combining it with a few more thoughts that I'm going to tell you. So for me, this was one of the most freeing ideas that I ever learned. I was a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist, recovered perfectionist probably at this point. 
I was definitely a perfectionist. And guys, perfectionism does not mean dotting I's and crossing T's. That's excellence. It's different. That's going to be a podcast for another day. In fact, I've talked about it before in a previous podcast. I might talk about it again because you might not even remember that podcast episode. But I did talk about the difference between perfectionism and excellence. It's very different. And perfectionism is nothing to be proud of. Perfectionism is absolutely nothing to be wearing like a badge of honor, right? And I was a perfectionist. I would have never, ever, ever thought of producing something or putting something out into the world or doing something until I had overthought it and overanalyzed it to the point of it not even being fun anymore or where I had just edited it and edited it and done so much that the thing I was working on wasn't even useful anymore. And I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but I bet you that you can. And so I would have never in my perfectionist self thought of putting any end product or any idea or thought in a tangible way out into the world until it had lost its spark, it had lost its fun, it had lost its usefulness. I was about to say youthfulness. It's usefulness. And guys, can I tell you that fun and useful are two non-negotiables for having a successful and sustainable business. You have to have fun with the process. You have to have fun with how and what you're doing in your business. But what you're putting out into the world has to be useful. It has to be useful. And it has to be out in the world, right? Like, let's make that clear. You have to put it out into the world. But I would have never done that. And I'm going to tell you how I changed my thinking about that. But it started with this. When I really started seeing these happy, successful people and what they were doing and hearing them tell me, my coaches, my mentors, they told me, read out, let it go. Just do it. Just put the thought out there. Put the idea out there. Put the page out there. Create the worksheet. Put it out there. See how people respond. You can go change it later. Publish the blog. I mean, when I was doing my 35 Dates blog, guys, this is where it really started because I noticed how I was like not wanting to publish the blog for those of you who don't know, I went on 35 dates in 35 days. You can like Google it and find out all about it. But like what it was is I went on the date and I came home and I blogged about the date and then the next day I'd have another date. I actually had to because of the situation that I put myself in. I didn't have time to belabor it and edit it and overanalyze it and wonder if it was the right lesson and the right thing to say and the right thing to share or any of that. I had very limited time. So I had to learn how to just push the button, right? I think uh, my guest many, many episodes ago, Brian Fanzo, said just push the damn button, right? I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to push the damn button and just get it out there because I didn't have any other time. I mean, I was moving so quickly through all of these dates. I had no time. So that was the first place where I really started embracing this. But then as I started my own date coaching business, as I start even through date coaching, I mean, it was the same thing, guys. With relationships, I would hesitate and I would hesitate because I wanted to know it was going to be perfect. I wanted to know this was the guy and we were going to work out and <laughs> everything was going to fall into place, right? And it was really keeping me from even having the relationships that I wanted. So all of these coaches who are helping me with dating and then afterwards all of these people who are helping me build my business right they all said oh my gosh just let it go you can't do it that way you have to do it this way it makes it more fun and to hear that it was okay to let go of all of those things because it guys completely the opposite of what i was taught in law school, 100% the opposite of what i was taught in law school and also taught as a lawyer which was it has to be perfect I mean, the way we were taught in law school was if you turned in anything with an error, with a mistake, right, like you were going to pay for it. And also it was the same thing 
in practicing the law, like the fear of God was like embedded into you that you can't mess anything up. Everything has to be perfect. If you make one tiny mistake, you could ruin everything for your client, right? So I definitely had ingrained in me that everything had to be perfect. I had to belabor everything. I had to edit everything. And it was really exhausting. So to hear that I didn't have to do that anymore, oh my gosh, it was like a breath of fresh air. Now, it wasn't easy it wasn't easy to change this mindset. And over this episode, the next episode, I'm telling you how you can do it. But what I'm saying is, you know, I eventually did. I let go of all of these perfectionist tendencies. And I welcomed the idea of starting and being messy and getting it done and jumping in because I had proof. I had proof now from these people in my life who had achieved big things, who had the relationships I wanted, the business I wanted, the life I wanted, proof that this is what allowed them to do it. And so I remember sitting there one day and I thought, you know, somebody was telling me, it's about my first group coaching program. I'm going to tell you that story in a minute. But as I was thinking about doing my first group coaching program, which was a date coaching program, I was like, she was like, just just put it out there, put the landing page out there, sell it. And I was like, but I don't have the course created. She's like, it doesn't matter. Well, I guess I'm telling you the story now. <laughs> and she's like, just ha- just create it. Like the, the landing page, the sales page, sa- sell the program. And I'm like, I don't have the program. You don't understand. I don't have it created. I don't have the content. I don't have the videos. I don't have a program. I can't sell it. She's like, no, no, you have the idea of the program. Put the idea out there and sell it. And I'm like, no, no, but what if the content doesn't work? And what if I can't really create it? And what if I go to teach it? And I can't teach that thing. She's like, well, then change the outline, change the information. And I was like, no, no, no. So I was sitting there and I was really fighting it. And I was really, really resisting doing it. And I remember thinking, am I really going to be the stubborn? Am I going to be so stubborn as to like cling to my way, as to hold firm to the way that I have been doing it, playing it safe, which was getting me nowhere in my business. I mean, I had people saying, oh, this is so cool, but I didn't have any money. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have anything like that, right? So I was sitting there going, am I really just going to keep doing the same thing over and over? If I knew that, I, I mean, if I was doing it right, if I was really doing it, quote unquote, the right way, then I'd have the things that I wanted. The truth was I didn't have the things I wanted. Maybe I wasn't doing it, quote unquote, in the right way. Not that there is a right way, but you understand what I mean. So I was sitting there like, am I going to be this stubborn to think, nope, nope, I've just got to keep doing it the way that I've always done it, you know, the way that I know would be the right way even though all of these people with the results that I want are telling me to try it a different way. And so I thought, you know what? Nope, I want it bad enough. Like everyone is saying, if I just did it, jumped in, put the idea out there, put the concept out there, like and in this particular situation, got people to register for the program before ever creating it, like I would feel success. And I thought, okay, that's it. If I ever want to do anything real, anything impactful, anything meaningful, I have to give this whole perfectionism thing up. And they were all 100% telling the truth because I absolutely did that. I put out the feelers. I sold the program before it was created. And guess what, guys? Because people bought the program and I had promised that it was going to start on a certain date. What do you think happened? I created the content and I created the content in time for the start date. I now didn't have time to belabor that and to overanalyze that to the point of it not being useful. How many of you have created a program or course or a workshop and you thought about it so much that the workshop, the course, the program, when you look back on it, you're like, that was not useful. 
I put too much in. It was overwhelming. No wonder people didn't take action, right? Because we make it not useful. But I did it just like the 35 dates. I didn't have the time. I had kind of put my back against the wall because I now sold something and had people sign up for something, right? That now I had to create and I had to create it by the promised deadline. So I couldn't overanalyze it. And then I did go back and make it better for the next round and the next round. So I'm telling you, Everyone told the truth, and so I decided not to fight it and instead embrace it. And by doing that, launching my first program like that, I saw the truth in it. I saw the truth in it for me, and I know the truth in it for you, too. But I want you to see that it wasn't just taking action. It was taking decisive action. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But it really was about taking fast action. The moment I made the decision, okay, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it this way, I immediately backed it with fast action. And that became easier because, because I had made the decision. So this, this isn't new, right? This is not new. I know that for many of you, you're like, okay, Rita, I've heard this before. Take fast action, take fast action. Like I've heard this before. And I remember when my mentors and my coaches were telling me this too, I had that same thought, but I know this, I know this. And I kept focusing on, I need something new. I need new information. I need to hear something new because I've heard this before and it's still not working. But the reason it wasn't working was because I had heard it, but I wasn't doing it. So I started asking myself, not at any time. I do this anytime. So this is like a life hack, a business hack in general. But anytime I found my, I find myself, like it's a current thing. Anytime I find myself saying, oh, I know that. The next question I always ask is, but how well am I doing that? Or why is this information crossing my path again? How well am I doing that? Why is this information crossing my path again? Right? Really the first one. How well am I doing that? And in this situation, it was like, oh, I know that. I know that. And so, you know, I was not doing it at all. So I definitely wasn't doing it well. And so I was like, okay, I had to start focusing on how I was doing it. This concept I know. So that's what I want you to focus on. You might have heard this before. I don't want you to be searching for something new, new information and new ideas. Although, yes, like I said, I'm going to be, you know, telling you more information around this concept, but I want you to go, wait, how well am I doing this? I've heard take decisive action. I've heard put it out there dirty and get it done and put the first draft out and edit it later and just put it up and get it out there and get the thought out there and get some registrations and get, but how well am I doing this? How quickly am I able to make a decision? And then am I able to back it with action by putting something out in a tangible way immediately? How well am I doing that? Focus on that because focusing on that is what has helped me more than anything else when it comes to doing this and stepping into this mindset. So focusing on how well am I doing this is the thing that allowed me to actually do this, to do things quickly, to learn, and then 20 minutes later, take action, regardless of whether if I know it's going to work or not. I never know if it's going to work or not. When I put up the sales page, I didn't know if anybody was going to register or not, right? I had no clue if anybody was going to register for that program or not, but I still did it. I still took the action. So it's like, learn, and then within 20 minutes, take an action, boom, done, right? So I have to like, think about that all of the time. I have to learn, I have to implement in the moment, on site, within 20 minutes, whether I'm at a conference, whether I'm in a mastermind, no matter what. And that's, but but I'm able to do that. Because again, every time I get back to, well, I know I, know I should, I should be doing that. I know I should be doing that. It's like, how well am I living this out? How well am I living this out? That's what allowed me to embrace this. So really, you can find your own mantra, right? Mine is like, 
dirty draft. I know what that means. Like, just get the dirty draft out. Just get the dirty draft out. Just get the dirty draft out. To me, I know what that means. But find your own thing, right? Find your own language. I mean, there are all these kinds of phrases. Take action, revise later. Um, oh, who is the guy who says that? There's a guy. I'm not going to remember his name, but maybe I'll put it in the show notes if I remember. But I mean, I'm sorry if you don't like curse words, but he says, get shit done. Get shit done fast. Get it done fast, right? Um, Find your phrase, your mantra that helps you really embrace this. How well am I doing that? Just get the dirty draft out. Get it done. Make it better later. Uh, Put it out there. Go back and revise later. Take action first. Uh, Revise it and make it excellent later. Whatever it is, build the plane while while you're flying. That's another one, right? Build the plane while you're flying it. Now, that sounds dangerous, right? Like, that sounds terrifying, especially if you hate flying, right? But we're going to talk about that a little bit here because... This is why most people can't embrace this principle, because of fear. They're afraid to do things quickly, right? Just like you would be afraid to build a plane while it was flying, while you were like out seeing the sky and seeing the ground, right? You would be afraid to do that. There's fear. It's the same thing here. People are afraid to take action without the guarantee of results, without knowing if it was going to work, without knowing all the other actions that they're going to have to take after it. Without all of this stuff, they're afraid to take this quick action because they're afraid, what if I mess up? What if it doesn't work? What if I end up embarrassed, right? So you have to learn how to move through those feelings, move through that discomfort to get to the other side. So you have to have mantras in place, like all mistakes can be corrected. That's such a great mantra. If you really embrace it, if you decide, these are decisions, right? If you make the decision, all mistakes can be corrected. Or you have the mantra, people are forgiving, right? People are forgiving. It makes it easier. Do you see how making those your belief system, making that part of your belief system makes it easier? If you're like, if I was a person that truly believed that everyone is forgiving and that mistakes can always be corrected, what would I do? If you really had those beliefs, you would take the action. You would get the dirty draft out. You would do it because you're like, well, everybody's forgiving and anything can be corrected. So you have to decide your belief system, which is what I mean by mantra. So what beliefs have to be true in order for you to be able to do something like this. I really want you to take a minute and I want you to think about that. You know, this is what I see most people struggle with whenever they're just starting out. They are trying to build the entire plane and they haven't even taken a flying lesson yet, right? They're trying to map out their path to like winning the tournament and they haven't even started learning how to play this sport yet. Like that's just not the way it works, guys. You don't build the whole thing. Like you have to start step by step by step by step. It's the same idea as what I talked about when I launched my group coaching program in terms of selling it before I created it. You have to just like Sign them up first, do the thing first, figure it out second. So many people spend so long building out their goal, worrying about all the pieces of this puzzle, when really what they need to be doing is focusing on the system they're going to use to put together the puzzle. Does that make sense? Don't build your goals, build your systems to get there. Let me give you an example. One thing I hear from people all the time is that they want to be fully booked. They want to be fully booked with a waiting list. And they're so focused on becoming fully booked. I need to be fully booked. I need to be fully booked. It's this many clients. And this is what fully booked looks like. But they don't focus on the system, the repeatable system that works like a well-oiled machine that allows them to be fully booked. You have to build the system, right? So that you can become fully booked. You can't wait until like, 
you're fully booked, but you also can't wait until you have the whole system because you're not going to know, right? So like we have to start building the system piece by piece by piece by piece. And that's what gets you there to fully book. Don't worry. I'm going to give you more tangible ways to do it. But what I'm wanting you to see is you have to just start. You have to just start. Here's what I get a lot. <laughs> I get a lot, a lot. Don't I, don't I tell you that? I get a lot, a lot. People who are saying, well, I can't do it like that, Rita. I can't. I can't sell a program before I've actually created the program. I can't dot, 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 fill it in with your own, right? Like whatever your excuses are for why you can't just like make a decision and then back it immediately with action. Whatever you're resisting, you have a reason for resisting it. You're like, no, like remember it's everything. Before I, before I can, I need to get these ducks in a row. Before I can get my first coaching client, you hear this all the time. Before I can get my first coaching client, I need to know what coaching portal I'm going to use. I need to have a contract. I need to have a welcome packet. I need to have all of these systems in place and all of these things in place before I can ever go out to get my first client. But I guarantee that by getting the first client, you're going to then get these things in place and you're going to be okay with what you have. When I got my first client, my first private client, guys, I used email. I used email and I figured out free conference call. Not even that. I just used my regular phone and I called them up for a session. And then I kept improving it and making it better. It's like, oh, then I went from email to using Google Docs. And I went from my own phone and calling them to using free conference call, right? Like, and then I added a welcome packet and then I added all of this stuff. And then I found a coaching portal. And then I, but I didn't start like that. All I needed was a client. And then I could figure everything else out. And I did, right? So you have to just kind of start. You see what I'm saying? I hope you see what I'm saying. You have to start where you are. You can make it better later. But what I hear is people say, well, I can't. I can't go networking until I have a business card. I can't have a business card until I have a logo. I can't have a logo until this. I can't have that until that. I can't. Somewhere someone is doing it the way you think it can't be done. The way you think something can't be done, someone is doing it and doing it successfully that very way. The way that you would swear up and down just can't be done. Someone's doing it and they're doing it to great success. So I don't know if you know Kevin Nations. Kevin Nations is someone that was introduced to me by one of my past coaches. And he has this quote. He uses the phrase winners and losers, which I don't particular, particularly like. But the, the concept is winners take imperfect action while losers are busy perfecting their plan. Taking imperfect action, guys, that's the way to success. Imperfect action is decisive action. So you might say, you know what? I've decided that I am going to have a group coaching program. Cool, that's decisive. Now we have to take action. So I'm going to put out a teaser post about it and I'm going to see how many people are interested in this concept. Cool, decisive action, right? Maybe it's I'm just going to put up a sales page and start selling this group coaching program that I haven't created yet. Cool, decisive action. We can go back and make everything better. We can improve everything. We can make it more perfect right later. Not even perfect. I hate that phrase. Excellent, right? Messy action, not polished, not perfect, right? That's where you start. You need to start where you are. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe that this is the way to success, then I want you to do what I did. Study people. Read autobiographies of the people you admire. Go read their stories. Go listen to them speak. You will always see that things were messy. They were unglamorous, right? There, there was a strong desire to do something, and they just started taking imperfect action. But for you to be able to do this, so for you to be able to take this imperfect action, it all has to start from a foundation that makes this easier. And the foundation that makes this easier is a decision. And I don't just mean the decision about what you're going to do, but I mean a decision like it is okay to make mistakes. 
It is okay and welcome to make mistakes. So remember those decisions I was talking about? It is okay to make mistakes. I welcome mistakes. Mistakes are my friend. People are forgiving. Nobody notices what I'm doing. This is your belief system. What beliefs have to be true in order for you to feel okay taking imperfect action? So that's where you start. It's kind of like, okay, If I was going to take imperfect action, for me to feel okay about that, then I need to know nobody's watching me. I need to know nobody's going to see. I need to know nobody's going to notice it's imperfect. I need to know that mistakes help me. They don't hurt me. I need to know that, you know, that everyone's forgiving. So if something goes wrong, everyone's going to be okay with it. If all of these things were true, then I would feel okay taking imperfect action. Cool. That's how you create your belief system. So that's one thing I want you to do before the next episode is create your belief system. For you to feel 100% comfortable and okay taking messy, imperfect action, step by step, without knowing the whole picture, without having it all mapped out, without having a guarantee that it would work, for you to be able to do that, what thoughts have to be true? That's the decisions that you're making, the decision that those things are true. So in my example, I am deciding it's okay to make mistakes. I am deciding nobody's watching me. I'm deciding nobody cares. I'm deciding that people are forgiving. I'm deciding that mistakes are always putting me where I need to be. I'm deciding all of these things. That's what you have to do. People aren't worried about me. People aren't going to notice me anyway. Mistakes are okay to make, right? Like whatever they are to make you feel okay taking imperfect action, that's what you need to do. So that's how I'm leaving you on this episode. Don't worry though, guys. Guess what next week is? Next week is one of my break it down episodes. And if you wonder why I said it like that, if you wonder, you're like, why did Rita say it like that? Like, break it down with Rita. (laughs) You're going to have to listen to the next episode. If you've never listened to one of my break it down episodes before, where are you? What are you doing with your life? Because I have the most fun intro to that episode, to that kind of episode ever. My break it down episodes don't talk about anything in terms of the what and the why. It only gives you the how only the how. This episode is the what and the why. In the next episode, I'm going to break it down, becoming a decisive action taker. And I'm just going to give you step one, you need to do this. So I'm literally going to give you practices, tangible, actionable practices and questions for you to answer to make this real in your life, to step into being a decisive action taker in the way that we're talking about. Okay, so that's what we're going to do next time. But in order for that to work, in order for the how to work, you have to have this belief system in place. You have to have the foundation ready to build on. So that's what I want you to do. For me to take imperfect, messy action without it all being mapped out, without knowing the second step, only the first step, like without knowing which way I'm going to go or where I'm going to land, without guarantee that I'm actually even going to end up at the destination I want, with no guarantees, no promises, no knowing, no mapping out, for me to, to maybe make a mistake, for me to maybe not get it right, for it not to go the way I want, what needs to be true? That's your belief system. That's what I want you to come up with. And if you come up with this belief system, I want you to email me. Email me at Rita at RitaMadeMeDoIt.com and let me know one of your beliefs that you are deciding is true so that you are able to take this imperfect, messy action and step into being a decisive action taker, which we now know is 100% non-negotiable for success. And then join me next week on another episode of the Rita Made Me Do It show where I break this down step by step in very tangible, actionable ways so you can start living this fully in your business and in your life. I'll talk to you next week, everybody. Bye. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts 
or wherever it is that you get your podcast and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.